Welcome to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions, hosted by author, speaker, coach, and singer-songwriter Creelan Peters, also known as the Fear Whisperer. Listen in as Creelan interviews powerful people who have tamed their fears, learned to embrace their greatness, and gotten out of their own damn way. And now, Creelan Peters. Hi, and welcome back to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions. I'm your host, Creelan Peters, and today I'm welcoming Haley Gray to the program. And let me just tell you a little bit more about her before I bring her on the line. Haley Gray is a mom, Girl Scout leader, serial entrepreneur, and graduate of Duke's Fuqua School of Business. After starting and growing several businesses of her own um, of her own success, Haley wanted to provide the benefit of her experience and expertise to others. She began coaching small business owners to achieve their own success. Passionate about helping women achieve their potential, Haley helps them overcome obstacles in leadership positions and entrepreneurial ventures. Haley supports entrepreneurs and contributes to their success by offering coaching services and resources for small businesses. Whether you want to get a new business off the ground or expand an existing business, Haley can help you. So welcome so much, Haley, to the program and the Jam Sessions. Well, thank you so much. I'm so glad to be here. Yes, and you and I have um, worked uh, together before, so I always love to mention how I met the guests on the program, and we met online doing some networking. And so I'm so pleased that we can kind of support each other in in our own ventures, and and I, I always love that. I just love that collaboration piece. It's wonderful. Yes, so... What I love to ask first is I read a little bit about you, but I know there's a lot more there because you and I have had other conversations. And I would love for you to tell my audience more about your story and how you've been able to get out of your own damn way. So I think I should back up a little bit and say my background is in technology, and I was working at IBM and EMC for a large number of years. And... I basically expected to get noticed for the great work that I was doing. Mm -hmm. And it took me until I was in my mid-30s to realize that nobody was going to recognize me for the work I was doing without me pointing out to them and tooting my own horn. I just thought it was going to magically fall at my feet. Mm -hmm. Um, So once I finally started having that little dimmer of a light bulb come on, I decided I was going to go back to Duke, and that really accelerated the process of me putting myself out there and saying, hey, this is what I need, this is who I am, this is what I want to do, and I'm not going to expect you to notice that I'm doing such a great job. I'm going to tell you what a great job I'm doing, darn it. Uh (laughs) Um, It's really been a huge metamorphosis that's really taken years for me to kind of come out of that, okay, so good girls don't stand Mm -hmm. up and demand attention Mm -hmm. and don't argue with people and good girls don't do this and good girls don't do that because that was how I was raised to be and very much conditioned to be throughout my life. Mm -hmm. And I still have twinges of it from time to time, but I found that that sitting down and waiting very quietly and very politely to get noticed and called on in meetings and raising my hand really was not getting me where I wanted to go and serving me at all. Mm-hmm. I can still relate to that. I'm a recovering good girl as well. So. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what is it? You know, if a woman stands up and asks for things and is demanding, suddenly she's labeled one way. And if a man is doing that, then he's just simply being assertive. Uh So it's very interesting to me to see that it's very different depending on gender. And learning that I don't have to ask permission from anybody to stand out and go do things has been tremendously liberating. Mm-hmm. Even I, I've seen it um, with various aspects of my life. Like when I first bought the Care Patrol franchise, I expected to have to ask the corporate for the headquarters for permission to do every single thing that we did. And it's really burdensome to be on the other side of that when somebody's going, can I do this? And can I do that? And can I do the other? <laughs> yes. And finally, you know, just, and I had to get to that point in my head of, okay, just stop it already and do what you're going to do because you know that's what you're supposed to be doing. Stop asking for permission. Mm-hmm. Do what you're going to do. And if it's not right, then ask for forgiveness. Yes, and it's funny that you said those two words uh, right there together because I was just thinking I had a mentor um, earlier in my healing career who would tell me, because I would go to, to ask him for things, and he'd be like, Creelan, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. <laughs> so he would Absolutely. always just really um, encourage me to go after what I wanted um, and and just deal with the consequences later, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to really instill that in my children and really pointing out to, no, you don't have to ask me permission for every single little thing you do. And, in fact, I probably really don't want to know about every single little thing you're doing. <laughs> yes. I, life will be so much better if I don't know about all the trouble you're getting into, I promise. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Yeah, I'd like to train them to, to talk about the big things. discuss the big things and then you make a decision and deal with the consequences yeah and my younger daughter was born in the world knowing how to do that my older daughter is still asking permission quite a bit but she's 17 so she's got a little bit of time but my message to her has always been to not ask for permission for every single little thing and like you mentioned too when you're on the other side of that it's you know when I was um supervisor in previous jobs, it would be exhausting. People are always coming to ask, can I do this? Can I just like, you know what, just make a decision. Just, mm-hmm. just go for it. So I totally understand where you're coming from, too, on the, on the other I side give of that. You, I give you permission. <laughs> really, this you are fully capable of making these decisions for yourself. You're a responsible adult. I'm sure you'll be fine. And if it's not fine, We'll figure out what to deal with it at that point, but you don't need to come to me for every single little decision that you're making. Right. So in order to get to that point, though, because I know, you know, when we have younger children or people who are newer working for us, um, you know, there is some training and, and education that needs to happen. So at what point do you think it's okay to kind of let someone take the reins and and just go for it? And maybe you're speaking from the position of parent or entrepreneur or maybe just for yourself? Um, I try to give people the reins as quickly as possible. I operate from the assumption that my kids and adults around me are capable of coming up with good solutions on their own. And, in fact, if we work together to come up with solutions, chances are we're going to come up with much better solutions than if the other person sits there and waits for me to come up with everything. Mm -hmm. I... 
employ the people I employ because I generally believe that they're actually smarter than I am. Oh. And I wouldn't have hired them otherwise. So my goal generally is to give them that autonomy and that permission very early in the relationship. So as part of the onboarding process, I'm making it very clear to them that this is your job. This is your area of focus, and I want you to really focus on that, heads down, keep your eyes in your own lane, but really own your domain, and I want you to own it and make it yours and truly master it. So That's it's great. kind of an interesting mindset. Yeah, no, it is. It's, it's very – I love what you said about hiring people that are smarter than you. I'll have to keep that in mind because I'm in the process of um, doing some more hiring for my business as well. So. <laughs> I like that. I like it a lot. <laughs> I figure if you hire people that are smarter than you, then the company will only get better. And if you yeah. hire people that are dumber than you, then that is what will happen to your company. So, you know, choose wisely when you're hiring people. That makes sense. Absolutely makes yeah. sense. So do you feel like you had to do kind of some of your own personal development before you got to that point with your employees and your kids? Absolutely. Tell me more about Absolutely. that. Yeah. Well, I would say that my last few years in corporate America where I was going through the whole mental process of, okay, darn it, why am I not getting this promotion? And mm-hmm. understanding that I didn't really have to ask permission for things and that I needed to be really responsible for telling the world about my successes because there were a lot of times that my manager – made the comment that it was like I was a wizard. He could throw darn near anything at me, and he had absolutely no clue how things were getting done, but it was almost as if it was by magic. And, of course, Mm. the projects that I was taking on weren't magic. There was nothing mystical or ethereal or other being about it. It was Mm -hmm. a lot of work. And what it was was knowing how to time manage and work with my team to find different solutions to the problems that were being thrown to me. But I also wasn't really highlighting the amount of problem solving and creativity that was being applied to coming up with solutions to those problems when they were being mm-hmm. thrown at me. Right. It almost I kinda have this vision as you're talking about um someone just keeps throwing stuff at you because you seem like you can handle it and it just mm-hmm. and which is a good place to be. You want people to trust you but if we don't speak up for ourselves and say, well, this is what I need or um, in terms of time or resources or or time off or, you know, whatever we need, then we, we run the risk of people just not knowing and, um, and, and we have to remind ourselves that people aren't mind readers. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And when they've got 10 other people on the team, they're absolutely not mind readers how am I supposed to know every single thing you've done if you haven't told me about it and you haven't been tooting your horn? Because Mm -hmm. chances are the other nine people on the team, or at least five of them, are absolutely surprising me to everything that they're doing. Mm -hmm. And they're making sure to showcase their every single accomplishment. Right, right. So you you kind of noticed this when you started getting passed up for promotions, you said? I did. It, at one point, it was like, okay, so why am I so stagnant? And my career became a question. And then I realized, oh, okay, because I'm not really focusing on telling my manager what I want mm-hmm. and demanding, really, the things that I needed to have happen. 
And once I did start focusing on that and making those demands, suddenly things started shifting dramatically so. Mm-hmm. And all I had to do was step up and say, hey, this is what I want to have happen. And it happened. Well, that's great. That's like the ultimate manifestation, isn't it? It is, isn't it? It is. So, and and I know that it's, 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 you know, I know that it can be as easy as making a decision, but I also know that there's some inner steps that go with that. So tell us Mm -hmm. kind of how you got to that point of making that connection that you weren't able to get what you want because you weren't asking for it and then getting to the point of saying, this is what I need. I think for me, I very much was not into manifestation or any of that at that point. Um, Mm -hmm. So to say that I was deliberately manifesting would be probably wrong or a misconception. It was more of the me sitting down and problem solving and saying, okay, why am I not getting what I want? And then Mm -hmm. I started doing a lot of reading about careers. And one of the books that I read probably four or five years ago now was Break Your Own Rule. And to me, that book was in some ways pivotal in my development where I realized that I was putting all of these rules into effect in my life that I was just following blindly because I thought that I had to follow rules. And I realized that in the course of that book that I was causing myself so much grief. And then I also read Sheryl Sandberg's uh, Lean In, and I realized oh, there's so many things in here that I'm not doing in terms of leaning in and drawing attention to myself because good girls don't draw attention to themselves. (laughs) So it was that going through and learning from others around me and learning about, oh, okay, so this is how they are cracking the code. Mm -hmm. And this is what the code is. And that it is okay to do these things. Um, for me, it was that permission and being given that permission when I was reading and saying, oh, okay, so here's what I'm getting. And it, it took a good number of books where I was reading and reading and reading and reading, and my husband was actually throwing a number up and at me as well that really kind of started changing my mind and opening my eyes as to what the possibilities were. And that I really basically just needed to step up to the plate and take ownership of the situation. Well, that's great, and it sounds like you came into the manifesting around that time, and and I I know exactly what you're saying, too, about, you know, maybe not consciously in that law of attraction space that so many people talk about, um, but knowing that there needs to be a change. So it sounds like your way to do that was to to say, okay, how are other women doing this? How are they, Mm -hmm. you know, breaking the glass ceiling or, you know, whatever it is? And also sounds like you have the support of your husband to kind of throw more information at you and and help mm-hmm. you along the way too. And and those are it's pivotal. It's like when we seek answers, the answers come. Absolutely. And I think for me, the law of attraction and manifesting is a relatively new concept in the last year to eighteen months or so. So mm-hmm. it never really occurred to me. And then it was pointed out to me. I was like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense is to how this keeps happening. Uh, My daughter is the master manifester. She keeps bringing home free weapons because she's in martial arts and free clothes and free shirts and free uniforms. And she keeps having all sorts of things basically put at her feet. And we're joking that at 
some point in time, she'll get married and she'll actually manage to convince all of the vendors that they should give her a free wedding and actually pay her <laughs> in her wedding because that's just the kind of person she is. Yeah. So okay, she's got the whole thing down to yeah. art. It is amazing. That's great. Well, it sounds like you can learn from her. <laughs> Absolutely. As I she do from master. Master. Yes, yes, yes. It's wonderful that our teachers kind of come into our lives in different uh, in different ways, mm-hmm. for sure. Absolutely. Every single one of my children was put here on this earth to teach me some strong lessons. Yes. I'm convinced of it. I am, too. Oh, gosh, that's a whole other conversation. <laughs> Yeah, I feel that way about my son, too. I used to say when uh, when he, his dad and I were going through a divorce when he was about three years old, his eyes were so wise, and I would just look into them, and I just knew that he was there to help me through that situation. And not that I relied on him in any kind of a way, but I just I knew that he had the strength and could help me um, fight for what I needed to during that time. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yeah, my my children have taught me a lot about rule breaking and pushing limits and mm-hmm. um, really not accepting no for an answer in so many different dimensions. Um, yeah. It's been interesting. Yeah. Especially with my my oldest was a preemie, and we were told that, well, she's going to have all these limitations, and she's going to be petite, and she's going to be this, and she's going to be that, and nothing could be further from the truth. She's 5'10". Mm-hmm. And looks down at me and refers to me as fun size now. <laughs> and she's accomplished so much. Mm-hmm. And we're still nudging her to do more. But it, it's interesting to see that the things that they didn't necessarily think that would be possible from her really have been very possible with a lot of diligent work and making a, an effort to really focus on overcoming a lot of challenges. Yeah, I totally can relate to that as well with my son. He, um, the challenges that, that he's had have really helped me step up my game as well as far as advocacy and, um, and questioning systems that are broken. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I totally get that. Mike, it's like, wow, these, it's so interesting how these conversations just kind of go <laughs> wherever they go. So, so we're learning a lot about um, manifesting even when we don't know that that's what we're doing. We're learning a lot about how we are taught lessons and come to certain ways of doing things and being things and standing up for ourselves, too, through our children, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, me shaking my head at my daughter a couple of weeks ago when she goes, hey, Mom, I've got a Globo. She got a bow staff that glows in the dark while she was out at a workshop out in California in an extra three or four shirts. Uh-huh. And that's just the way she does it. She comes off and everybody else gets one shirt and she comes away with four. I'm putting her going, <laughs> I don't know how you did that, but okay. Right, right. Well, that's great that she's already learning, learning those skills. Mm-hmm. I think They're I'm phenomenal skills. Yeah. So I know that you talked about the good girl thing, and that that still sticks with me because I know that that's something a lot of um, my audience members struggle with, but kind of the good girl, the good boy syndrome, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and how you know it, it is stepping in and asking, and and also the gender differences that you talked about, 
as far oh, as, you know, women are perceived as biatches and men are perceived as assertive kind of thing. And I totally, I totally get that. And I also talk about it too in terms of not only business but dating because I, there's like so many life lessons that are very parallel for me as I date and, um, grow my business at the same time. Mm-hmm. So, well, growing your business is a lot like dating. It is. It is. Yeah, there's there, your your fear and insecurity comes up, and then people are telling you what you should do and what you shouldn't do, and and it's like, huh, I think I'm gonna just do it my way. How's that? <laughs> mm-hmm. But but that whole good girl syndrome, like I, I totally can relate to that, and about asking for permission, and and I know for me. Like stepping into my power has um you had mentioned something about doing it politely, and I thought that was an interesting um term just because I think that we can do it politely. I don't know if it's always perceived that way, but it's just about asking it's not mm-hmm. and, and just about observing like this is this is where my greatness is, this is where my brilliance is, and I know so many people struggle with being able to um, not only identify where their brilliance and their passions are, but then being able to relate that to other people. Right. And I think that it's absolutely possible to be completely polite at pretty much all times. You can mm-hmm. be in the worst of situations, and it doesn't mean that you can't be completely polite about it. Right. I know that I've had some really tough situations at work, and rather than have everybody in tears or just be completely rude about it, I've been very apologetic and I'm very sorry that this is the way that it needs to be. And there's not much else I can do about it. And being very honest, being very transparent, mm-hmm. and people really appreciate that compassion and sympathy and really being polite about the way that you're handling things, being sensitive to other people around you. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I totally relate to that as well, just because I, I, I do business um and dating very transparently and um and I find that not everyone's used to that. Not everyone knows how to deal with people who who come off that way because I think it, there's a certain confidence about that. Um, mm-hmm. but not an overstated confidence. And people are used to either dealing with people who don't have a high opinion of themselves or who have too high of opinion. But those of mm-hmm. us who kind of fall somewhere in the middle there, um, I don't know that society really knows what to do with us. I would tend to agree. Yeah. And it, and it's, it's I, very interesting. <laughs> I very much am who I am, and I can't change that. It doesn't make me wonderful or terrible. It's just that is who I am. And some well, I think it makes you wonderful. Yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, I, I hear you there. I tell people, people either really like me or they really don't. There's not a lot of in-between, and that's fine with me <laughs> mm-hmm. because I'm assuming the only the people that um, connect with me or resonate with the way that I do things are, are the ones listening to us right now. But um but I think I just think it's interesting those those polarizing reactions um, that we get, and I think it, and, and what I said too is I think you're wonderful. You know, being who you are is a wonderful thing. Not everyone's going to like that, but it's a wonderful no. thing to be able to do. So I just wanted to affirm you there, Haley, because well, you are you. wonderful. <laughs> 
and Thank and you. also yes, you're welcome. But also to say it's you know it's people like you um, who are you know a beacon for other people to be that and to be that in the way that you do it and and to be that example for people to you know so there's people listening who may also be in a similar situation in corporate America or who may be on their own who may be in so many different situations not necessarily business but also in their personal lives who can relate to that and go yeah I I really want to be able to, you know, toot my own horn or to just really be able to accept who I am so that I can bring my brilliance to the people around me. So I think it's fabulous that you're sharing your story. Well, thank you. Yeah, and my life is not perfect. I, I don't really ever try to portray to people that my house, my house is pristine. Lord knows it's not. And that I don't have four cats running around underfoot and that everything is, you know, perfectly put away at all times and the kitchen sink is perfectly shined because it's really not that way. <laughs> and I want people to understand that there are trade-offs and that there are choices that I absolutely have to make mm-hmm. and that it is possible to do great things, but you have to understand that you have to be real about what it is that you're doing in order to get to those results too. And to me, that's important while being an example is being candid about here's what the cost is on the other side as well. It's not just trivial, and I'm just going to, you know, be Wonder Woman and put on my cape and go flying past. Right, yes, yes. I have a broom and a cape. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, me too. Sometimes both at the same time. Right, exactly. (laughs) I totally get that. I totally get that. So, and, and I love that you said that, too, because I come up against that in the work that I do as well. And um, I, just like you, am very transparent with my tribe and, and let them know what the struggles are that I have. Because um, when I, you know, when I've been coming up, when I've been looking for mentors or people to help me along my way, um, I don't look for the people who look perfect because I don't believe them. I don't trust them. Um, I look for the people who, you know, swear and who get knocked off their pedestal and who get back up because that's mm-hmm. what it's really about. So I, I love that you said that. Yeah, because I, I mean, you, yeah, if you were looking around, I still haven't unpacked from my trip last week. And <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just priorities, you know. It was more of a priority for me to relax for the last few days rather than um, get completely unpacked and do my laundry. So, oh, well, life goes on. It does. And strangely, nobody's going to die that, because you didn't get your laundry done on time. Now, you may be wearing the same underwear twice, which might be a little suboptimal, but <laughs> nobody's going to die. No one is going to die. That is absolutely true. So I appreciate your realness there and your candor because it is, it is so important, I think, in the work that we do when we are being a model to our, our clients and our tribes that we um, let them know that, there, you know, there can be some bumps along the way, but that's, you know, that's just part of it. And that's exactly why I created this series is to, to show people that, there are people out there who get out of their own damn way, and then they get back in their own damn way, and then they get out of their mm-hmm. own damn way, and then they, you know, it's, it's like the two-step. Right. Or the hokey-pokey. Yes, or the hokey-pokey, or any any fun little thing, any little fun dance. But I love dancing, so that's a great analogy. Uh, we are just about out of time, though, so I want to make sure that people know how to get wow. in touch with you. I know, it goes so fast. 
It um, does. It really does fly. Yeah. So how would people get in touch with you if they want to learn more about about your, your wonderful self? Sure. The website is leadershipgirl.com. And if they want to reach me by email, it's Haley at leadershipgirl.com or by phone is 919-630-2146. Wonderful, wonderful. So I encourage anyone out there who is connecting with Haley and her story to reach out to her and get some more information about how she helps um, women business entrepreneurs um, in their ventures, definitely. And before we completely wrap up, Haley, do you have any other last tidbits for the audience on how to get out of your own damn way? Um, you know, really just focusing on what it is that you have that is in your way um, and where you're getting in your own way and tripping over your feet and working on dealing with figuring out how it is that you're going to get over those little humps and those blocks and work with it to make it really get where it needs to go. So, Great. Yes. And, uh, and Oh, go ahead. I, I think you just have to be realistic with yourself about, you know, where it is that you're actually blocked and how you're getting in your own way mm-hmm. before you can actually get out of your own way. Yeah. And that, you know, that sometimes takes a little kind of painful introspection. Um, Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And, and to, to just be very real with yourself about it and, and know that it, as long as you're working towards changing it, then then it's okay. So I, for me, it takes a little bit of the sting out of it to look at it. It's like, okay, well, I'm on this journey. I'm, I'm committed to change. So looking at it head on isn't going to kill me. Absolutely. <laughs> what a great view. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being a guest on the Jam Sessions. Well, thank you for having me. I'm delighted to be here. Wonderful. And thank you all for listening, and be sure to stay tuned for more powerful interviews with powerful people who've gotten out of their own damn way. Thanks so much for listening. You've been listening to the Get Out of Your Own Damn Way Jam Sessions with Creelan Peters. Join us next time for more inspirational stories and invite your friends to join us at www.creelan.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. That's www.krylyn.com slash getoutofyourwayinterviews. Thanks for tuning in.